0: So, if you're looking for the Somebody Likes It podcast, there are so many places you can find it. You can get at us at uh, oneofus.net, or you can subscribe directly on iTunes, or you can dig us on Stitcher. But wherever it is, uh, find us, will you?
1: It's been a while, guys, since we uh, we started out the show with um, and, and right so, with, with our location and the temperature in the room.
0: Oh, sure. Uh, well, you know that, why. That,
1: that used Mark, to be, up with that? Yeah, that used to be like our mainstay introduction Oh, because, was, yeah, when we were in- Because we were always modules, in a garage, and it was right. always fucking hot in the summer- and Painful. Cool and cool in the cold in the winter. No, in yeah, words. did
2: somebody open a window up, or- uh,
1: I think that the air conditioning in here, oh, like, no. it's on automatic, and it Listen shuts Listen to off. me, not like
2: King Shane. Did somebody <laughs> open a window? Like, we had fucking windows when we were in the garage. Like, it took, <laughs> didn't even take a year before I'm like, oh, a window-
0: But it's like if you grow up in Texas, if you ever spend any time outside of the South, where they don't have air conditioning, you. My first inclination is like, oh, these people just don't know how great air conditioning is. (laughs) Like we need to, hey Paris, we need to educate (laughs) these people. (laughs) Yeah. Meanwhile, it's like they're like we don't need it. So anyway, (laughs) that's when I
2: was a kid, it used to boggle my mind. You would watch like old black and white movies, or there was like some. I saw a commercial when I was a kid, and it would be like you know. Men and wife beaters in like New York City with like the like the windows open and with Stand fans. And yeah, well, yeah. that's in New Orleans. Um, but yes,
1: yeah. yeah, but, but they a similar the, look, and the, they would like they they crank open the fire hydrants, and the kids are all out in the street. Like, <laughs> right, and yeah. so when I was a
2: kid, I was like, just turn on your fucking air conditioners. Like <laughs>
3: yeah. don't, apparently, air yeah. conditioning is optional in certain parts. If of the there, country. Were. it
2: is. It is in in in, in Oregon. It is. And then Washington, in Los Angeles, if you
3: get a new apartment, you have to bring your own refrigerator. Well, always? Yeah. Like, it's standard practice. Unless you get, like, Is a fully one. Is that, like, like in the Do they have that codified? That, that's just what people do.
2: Oh, California.
3: Yeah. So, I bet they sell a lot of those little bitty... The the girl that I was seeing the last Even couple Even in apartments? Weeks that I was, yes. Uh, the girl that I was seeing the last couple weeks, I was there in 06... Had one of those like in. It wasn't like a dorm fridge, and it wasn't a fully huge fridge. It was what she could afford. Okay, those are the move. only two
2: basically <laughs> fridge sizes. <laughs> is, I there's an the in between.
1: Where's the in between story? I don't know. I have to they're, they're, okay, they're like European
3: fridges. No. European <laughs>
1: fridges are about half the size and about two feet shorter. Yeah, they're, about, they're about five feet tall. Okay, okay. Yeah. But,
2: but we oh, ain't in right. European. Well, one. this is this
1: is just one of the interesting facts that you're going to learn tonight uh, on our show. Hey, R- hey Ryan. Uh, you
2: know what are you? Uh, if you're American when you go into the bathroom and you're American when oh, you go wow. out. Oh, what are you while you're in there? What oh. Are you,
4: yeah. European. That's, that's oh, crazy. man. Classic. With that, we should play yeah. some theme. By on the one. way,
2: no,
0: that pretty much puts a cap on any of your complaining about dad jokes. Oh, uh, that one
2: joke. Oh, yeah. Oh, the, the three years that we've... Endured. 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 Dad
0: humor. Say, sell, <laughs> you go sell crazy someplace else. Let's play the theme.
3: All right. I'm Shane. Ryan. I'm Kevin. And
2: I'm Mark. Somebody likes it.
0: Hey, so there are a uh, few interesting things in the news worth sharing, and I'm going to preface this by saying I haven't read the articles; I've only read the headlines. <laughs> so, so, but I think the headlines are pretty compelling. We won't have we don't have to take a long time at sidebar on these, but I am kind of curious. There is at least an accusation that Spotify is putting fake artists on some playlists. Um, I'm just curious as to how somebody figured that out. Like, what's if they're the just, point though? Well right. Yeah, again. What, so that's they where, get themselves a little more that's, where that's where reading the article would Fake be helpful. Artists? <laughs> <laughs> like
3: artists that don't exist like the Archies or I don't know. Yeah, or just Chipmunks? like yeah. Like, I, I don't Bob's I don't, band I don't know what that like, means.
0: yeah. I don't know. I just wonder it's like you just if you're just reading through the list and then there's one that is clearly an outlier but some the names of some bands are so ridiculous like how could you tell? So anyway, so yeah, so there's there's that so Give that some thought. Go home and think about that.
3: And then. Uh, yeah, like an algorithm that composes music? Like, I, I'm, I'm so confused. Yeah.
0: Um, although that's a thing, I'm sure. I mean, it is a thing. Like, there's AI yeah. that can help you write music. Anyway, um, looks like there's also going to be a Freddie Mercury biopic. And they, uh, they've been. The holdup has been that Brian May from Queen. Uh, had to approve the I guess the star and it looks like it's gonna be uh Rami Malek from Mr. Robot who's going to be uh, Freddie Mercury. I can't I saw that actually yeah, yeah, I'm not even sure what to um, think of yeah, it. What's like, that
1: gonna look like?
0: I mean presumably like Freddie Mercury. <laughs> like
1: <laughs> well in the trailer <laughs> like shock Freddie, Freddie Mercury.
3: Maybe yeah. <laughs> the trailer <laughs> yeah. for the Morrissey biopic is out now. Yes, saw and that. Is I'm it meandering and dour? Well does Shane little. talk about it weekly?
0: I didn't hear any Smiths music in it
3: so I'm a little concerned. That's a fair statement. Fair question. Yeah. Uh, anyhow. Anyway, and then the But, la- but we did okay. get our our Smiths
2: and Morrissey uh, just got it out of the way. Just got yeah. it out of the way right. I find up.
0: that's just the best way to, to just, just to set rip it, it off aside. Like a Band-Aid. Put right. it on the lazy Susan that is this show and spin it around. Um so uh la- and the last thing that I will share with you guys is that it was 60 years ago last week that uh, John Lennon first met Paul McCartney. So Well yeah. that was a fortuitous
3: meeting. Yeah, if I you do think? say so. Yeah. They became mates. <laughs> they did.
0: They are like, Hey, you wanna start a skiffle band and change the world? <laughs> Johnny
2: and
3: the Moondogs. <laughs> uh, yeah. men were in there somewhere. Quariman, yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Johnny and the Moondogs though, that's that's my personal favorite. I like I like that name. Anyway, it's Hey, meat. so did you guys hear about this? Uh, I heard about this earlier today and um, I just you know, it's not music related in any way. I just find it funny um that there's a new uh you there's a new um supplement that is a snortable chocolate snortable snortable (laughs) as one does with cocaine yes one does with cocaine except it's chocolate and it's it's over the counter what's the point Um, exactly so it purports to give you like a 30 minute buzz or something and the guy that um let's see legal lean is the name of the company you know my nose is not where i keep my taste
4: buds <laughs> right
2: but it 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 there it's purporting to um to give you a 30 minute buzz that will lift your mood reduce your anxiety and give you a surge of energy though it has not been studied at all by the fda or anyone even though the fda doesn't really have to study uh supplements supplements yeah i mean that's actually it's That seems like a weird blind spot for them to have. No, dude. There was a bill that was passed in 1993 that specifically took the FDA out of supplements.
0: Coco Loco.
2: Coco Loco. Yeah. So listen to this. Um, I was reading about it earlier today. Um, And so the guy that's the CEO of, of the company, here's a little quote. Anderson didn't consult with medical professionals when creating Coco Loco, nor have scientists tested the snortable snuff before it was released to the public. Instead, the CEO of Legal Lean told ABC News that he, quote, I just saw what they were doing in Europe. Because apparently there's a, like a trend of them snorting chocolate in Europe. That's, that's all he, I just saw what they were doing in Europe. I <laughs> feel
1: if, if you are consuming something a- through your nostril from a company called Legal Lean – <laughs>
0: I feel you like that's the, like that's kind of the extension of oxygen bars. So maybe we should get to it.
3: Is this uh, your record this week, Kevin? This is
0: my record. I, as I was telling Mark, uh, yes, I created this record. Oh, that's good. And uh, oh, that's, I, I created it as a 22 a, a year old woman from Oakland, California. So we well, got that going for you. Yes. Yeah, so, so surprise. He's
1: somewhat of a bedroom <laughs> prodigy, are you? Yes, yeah. exactly. He's versatile, if nothing else. Yeah. yeah. So,
0: um, yeah no so seriously so we are um, or even humorously we're uh, we're covering the second uh, JAY SOM record and um, this is JAY SOM is the uh, alter nom, ego the alter ego of, plume or I mean sort or, of yeah, yeah. Uh, of uh, Melina, is it uh, Duterte, du, Duterte I think? Duterte. yeah Looks like. anyway yeah she's from she's from Oakland and um, basically has been you know, from all intents and purposes writing songs and uh learning how to put things together and uh for 10 years or so Mm -hmm. and this is her first major release she's been kind of been one of these um pop-up stars that has or you know pop-up personalities that has really kind of taken over oakland is in a weird spot like they're gentrifying the way that san francisco was years ago um and so there is a lot of you know it's been a been a part of the bay area where there've been a lot of like castoffs who got priced out of uh the other part of
3: the I blame metro. It all on the the golden state warriors
0: yes yes clearly um but anyway uh so there's been you know there's been like a you know kind of a warehouse music scene and a lot of like you know sort of like that was where like the accessible like kind of music of the people was going and anyway yeah she it's literally a bedroom pop in that she uh wrote and produced this in her bedroom which also kind of made me think too of like not even necessarily um traditional bedroom pop type records but like just going back to like when we were talking about like pavement like all the stuff that's well, a bit well, of like like, <laughs> like
3: four track stuff that people did on task cams and yeah. now you know you can just flip open your laptop and elegantly like, produce like, like yeah
0: Anyway, so, yeah, so I wanted to, you know, as is as is occasionally my want, we have been we have been doing, um, the last several records have been dated, and so I wanted to do something that was a little bit more current, and this came out uh, in, like, March or April of this year. So, anyway, it's the JSON record Everybody Works.
3: Well, I want to preface this, and it's funny you use the word dated, because I'll, I'll preface it with some nice things, like, I think she's got an awesome voice. She sounds like Nina Person from the Cardigans to me. I didn't um, hear that, but and, and for having self-produced it, which I assume she did, you know, if she was in her bedroom, like it, it sounds really good. Um, I do not really care for this record. Uh, some of it has a little bit of that Mac DeMarco thing, where it's like, like kind of dissonant. Doesn't sound like it was left in sho- a little shoegazy stuff. Like um, some of it sounds yeah. like a, like. Um, and as far as dated goes, some of it sounds like it's from an eighties teen movie. Sure. Like right towards the end of like the second act, you're not, you know, the guy is all depressed because she left him. I didn't him get that at all. And he's driving around. Wait, or he's what? Wait, 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 In what way?
2: Like what eighties <laughs> teen movie? Like I heard like mid nineties like uh, indie
3: bands a little bit in there, but there's some stuff. I think in, both in of those like, things are in there. In like Pretty in Pink or uh, Say Anything or something, where it, like it, just some of these songs would have been appropriate for like you know. A solitary guy who's you know kind of down on his luck right now, but he's about to turn it around. Um I'm, That's just what I heard. You just come out of such
2: left field sometimes. <clears throat> like if, whether or not I would there end up agree with you that... or not agree with you. Mm-hmm. Like it's sometimes the shit that comes out of your mouth when we're talking about these records. I'm like, what the? Did you? Did we even possibly listen to the same album? Shane, what was your take? I love this record. Cool. I thought it I was fucking good awesome. It. Of course. Of course you knew I was going to like it. Uh, but this is my my one complaint with it was, um, and again, I'm, not, I'm saying, I, I oftentimes, like sometimes when Ryan will be like, you know what it sounds like to me, it's sort of like if you cross like the sound of, of a leaf blower with B.B. With, with King in <laughs> Buffalo Springfield and... <laughs> You know? and, I'm like, dusty and, and Dusty Springfield. And Dusty Springfield fronting the band. All it's, the and then, and then you're like, well, you know, I never would have thought of that before, but now that you say it, <laughs> it's in it, your head. It, it you does sound like that. I'm not. So I'm not down to you when I said it. Just sometimes it just
0: blows my mind the shit that comes out of here. Well, and, and I, I think also, like, I think it's a fair criticism of some criticism that it, and like, and we're not all like, it's probably frankly it'd make for a
2: terrible podcast if we all liked exactly the same stuff. But it doesn't but, matter if we like it or not. I'm just yeah. saying, like, he has an interesting way of framing things. Sometimes. Well, I guess That's,
0: what I where I, where I was going with the comment is that I feel like sometimes that uh, dismissing something out of hand can lead to your, you shutting yourself off to like, I
3: guess one of the, like. There are a couple we, songs I actually like on here. Yeah. well One that I like okay. like fully and one that I just mostly like. All right. I have, a, I have have a, a, guess. You, you like I have the, a guess. I, at the, I, w- I have a guess. I'm
2: almost positive I know the one that you like I fully. think you and
0: I are thinking of the same I, I, song. There's,
2: there's one song I was
3: like, that's the one Ryan's going to like. Yeah. Where
2: it gets a little crunchier and gets a little, yeah.
3: Well, so, okay. So some of this sounds like Cocktooth Twins decided to rock.
2: Sure, a sure. A little bit. Yeah. Look, the way that I feel about it, uh, like there's like there are, there are elements of. It sounds like a, be- okay, so it is a bedroom record, but it sounds like a bedroom record that you would like listen to in your bedroom. Like a lot of it's really lightweight. I mean, it's very pleasant. It's definitely not rocking my world. Like it's, it's changing anything, or I'm like, you know, doing a double take. But I mean, I could I could listen to this all all day long. It's just like can- it's like candy to me. But it's not. But it's very. But it's but it's but it's Cotton candy. It's very lightweight. It's very billowy. Not almost substantial. In parts. Well, yeah. I'm just saying, like, not substantial with the songs. I mean, they're they're all incredibly pleasant, and even the sad, sadder ones are not sad. But even the like the darker ones, I think, are just still very well for a gossamer. Twi-
0: yeah, for a t- and for a 22 year old, it's like she doesn't seem to be coming from that 22 year old place, which some. Um, People in their early 20s can be, which like is like Taylor the world Swift is. Well, something? no, like the world is so heavy, and like oh, how, yeah. like, you know, she's. Some of these songs are, there are varying levels of seriousness, but I do think that,
2: like, that's belied by some of the sunny aesthetic that's in. Well, there is interest. sunny aesthetic, but then you go to, like, if you go to, like, a song like For Light, um, that, I mean, to me, that sounds like she was listening to it. Yola Tingo and Eric's trip, and a little bit. I mean, there's there's a lot of like slow core stuff in some of these songs, like where it's a really really slow tempo. Um, you know, I don't know. All right, well let's. But maybe we should run one.
0: So why don't we do? Why don't we start with um, the bus song? Is the one that's been kind of put out there the most. I will say that that is not the one that I think that uh, is going to be Ryan's.
3: Uh, it is not. Ryan's track. That, is, that, in fact, is not my favorite song. Yeah, heard,
0: but, so. but let's run that one, and then uh, and we'll talk about it on the other side. timeless From the This is a little nugget From the All music review Of this record Um Specifically with regard To the bus song They said The the reviewer says The laid back delivery Of the bus song Belies A tightly crafted Pop hook And sharply honest Confession Take time to figure it out I'll be the one That sticks around And I just want you To need me Like I do think that this is I can see Kind of why they They Sort of Uh Shared this song Out front With regard to this record Um but it is kind of a, an example of like lyrically you know it's a little um it, the content is a, is a little darker but not um not as dark as some of the other like solo female solo artists that we've listened to that have been that age so a- and the content is like you I know say, like, musically it's <coughs> light
3: yeah it's light but i take issue like with that review and that it says pop hook cuz i don't that was that was the other issue i had with it um other than like kind of the dissonance or whatever, is like I can't hum any of these songs. Well, and you're you're like I
0: forgot about the dissonance stuff too. Like that's not your bag. Like oh, no. in
3: general, it is
0: like that. uh Whatever the that song about pot on the beach that Shane played is, is the, <laughs> the one that sounded
3: like it was left in the back of the car <laughs> yes. and on a hot August day. <laughs> yes, that, that's a good, I love that's that a good song. song. Like I
0: love that song. But but it's like that is like. That's like the Sonic equivalent of it's Ryan watching Field of Dreams. He's like, I don't get it. I'll never understand what's I happening here. Why so is this much. guy talking to his corn? Like,
3: yeah. like <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's that his wife was just like, "Oh, honey, you're seeing dead <laughs> baseball players," and then she acts like it's totally fucking normal. Yeah.
0: Anyway, we we don't have to do the whole review of a movie that's been out for thirty years, but uh, but anyway, but yeah, the point is like, it's just a uh, like. This is not like the dissonance thing didn't occur to me that like that would be something. And I generally speaking, like it, it's, I don't it, gravitate toward it, but mm-hmm. it's like I I can it just doesn't bother you. I, it doesn't bother me the way that bothers you. Yeah,
3: yeah, I I can't put put my finger on it. But it, what it, the
2: the the distance catch? See, uh, that's something that I, I like very very much. But and it, I think it's just a matter of like what you like and what you don't. You know, like I can't. I mean, my kryptonite is like that. You know, like sax solos. No, well. Yes, but but this kind of goes into that that shit from the the 50s like 50s 50s rock and roll dang dang game, blue 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 blue. you know whatever fuck it. I like the blue moon part of that by the way, but I think
0: so I guess those uh, shirts we had with Shane and Pompadour probably aren't not going to sell. Oh no,
2: look, look. There there, there there's <laughs> stuff from the 50s that's that's quite you like rockabilly, don't you? Kind of <laughs> later. <laughs> But I, yeah, I like rockabilly, but I don't like the you know, like or I saw the witch doctor or like you know, whatever, those fucking songs like the hell just happened. There's here. a there's a there's a <laughs> shitty like tiny grocery store by my house and I go there like if I go and I'm like if I'm making dinner and I'm like oh shit, I don't have X ingredient and rather than drive to one of the larger uh, shinier grocery store. As I go to this little grocery store that's a couple of blocks away from my house, and they have they play like that. Wait, that actually that's yakity That's sax. The sax is good, but you know what I'm saying? You know, yakity yak. Don't talk back. However, is not. Speaking of yakety's,
3: splish splash. I was taking a <laughs> That's another. One. Speaking
0: of yakety's, yeah. it's my is my new favorite uh, quote from this show. Uh, anyway, yeah, so uh, I do think that like one of the reviews I read made the made the claim. I think it might have been a pitchfork take on this like that that what uh, that bedroom pop is quickly becoming an antiquated term. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we can probably all agree on that. But but that 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 moniker applied to this set of songs seems to apply for some by virtue of the fact that the songs feel like well, they're kind, they're of, some, intimate, they're kind of intimate. Yeah. Like they're designed to be closely held so to speak but she's like
2: triple tracked on, on these songs and but that again that's not a I, it doesn't necessarily matter i mean like oh the triple track Elliot smith had like a lot of four no, track true. stuff where he was I'm not saying it's I mean, wrong i think it sounds really pretty i just don't like the songs but right I mean, it's funny to me that you that you take issue with like the, that you can't hum it along
3: because you're such a big fan of Yolo tingo they have a lot of songs that you can't hum along that's true and and for some reason they they break all my rules And it works.
0: (laughs) Okay, so to that end, can we guess what the song is that uh, I don't know that
3: you guys are gonna necessarily know. I thought it would be one billion dogs. One billion dogs is the one. That's the one that I mostly like. The one that I truly like is Bedhead. All right, well let's do let's do one billion
0: dogs now, and then maybe we'll do Bedhead on the other side or we'll talk about it anyway. All right. All right. Anybody that thought that, that was a song that was literally about a billion dogs, it's not. Totally it's not. missed that. I no, bet there's really at least
2: a billion dogs in the world, though, right? I, I don't know. I bet there's more than a billion bet there, dogs. I bet there's just
3: a billion th- dogs in China.
2: Well, it's hard to count them all. No, because they eat them in China, dude.
3: Well, I'm not saying they stay constant. I don't know. Yeah, serious. and they don't have to necessarily be complete I, dogs. Look, if there's to be if counted.
2: there's if there's seven if there's eight billion people in the world, of course there's fucking at least a billion dogs on the planet. Okay. Well, I'm just you know you just I mean I love know, how you say that I'm with just, such that's kidding.
0: so convincing. Like you're like no, I know it to be true.
1: I've done the math. <laughs> like I was expecting like, you to like like
0: one like, person equals four dogs. That's the famous, way that that shit well, works. It's not on no, like, no,
2: no, I was just thinking <laughs> about. When when uh, when Kelly Flynn and I went to went to Greece and I was like, there are th- this happens to be a country that I've been in that there are more cats than dogs and I pointed out to Kelly I was like, what you know why are there there's because most there's just dogs everywhere all over the world and I was like why are there more cats here than dogs and he goes, I don't think they eat them here, as though every other uh, co- like every other country just oh, just eats yeah, the cats just eats and, the and that's why they're yeah. not around
3: yeah. yeah I don't know.
0: These are these are weird stories. Anyway, so uh, so one billion dogs was the track that I guessed would be Ryan's, because well, it, it, it really it is, sounds it like, aside from the vocal, like there are definitely some yola Tango-y elements to yeah, that and track,
3: like Courtney Barnett. Uh, oh, sure, gonna, that too. Yeah, uh, except not
2: real yola tangoy to me. It like, does me too,
0: in a good way. And it's not uh, it like and with Courtney Barnett, like I I totally see. I didn't make that connection originally, but I totally see. Without the sort of Australian rye sense of humor. like, But yeah, like. And it's the breeders,
2: there's a little breeders in yeah. there. There's a little bit. No, like
3: I, I like the song. I don't like it as much as I like the other no, one. No, nobody's really, trying to convince but you but to like the song. We're yeah, just we're talking not about you on it. We, what like, what yeah, we hear, it in the does song. have some like squalling dissonance that goes on kind of in the background, yeah. um, which took me out of it a little bit. Just but. sounds <laughs> like fucking Yola Tango. However, this is, this is a song that you could hum.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, sure. I only hum part of. I hum. I just try to hum the dissonant parts. Oh, that's good, Kev. (laughs) (laughs) Just the drone. (laughs) Yeah, it's like it requires. uh, It requires me to sit in the back seat of my car on a hot day for a while.
3: Well, good. Yeah.
0: Anyway, um, I guess we're we're kind of at the. uh, Are we at the place where we should do the middle?
3: Do the middle? Okay.
1: If it so pleases you. Intermission.
3: Well, I guess it's me, uh, and the song on the record we've been covering this week that I, that I genuinely really like triggered something in my brain. doesn't necessarily remind me of it, but there was something about its cadence that reminded me of this song, and I remembered how brilliant the video was. And speaking of Cream, uh, of course, of Cream, uh, Godly and Cream's uh, 1985 single, Cry, uh, which I haven't thought of in 30 years, probably.
2: not sure that I've ever heard the song.
3: Do I know it? Well, it's the it's sort of the antecedent visually to um, Michael Jackson's Black and White, but you've probably heard it at some point. Um, but yeah, let's get into that.
0: needs to get that song a tissue.
3: <laughs> yeah. I mean,
0: it's called cry. Yeah. I mean, I just, I liked it, but it was, I found it so sad. <laughs> weird.
1: <laughs> it was so weird. I had absolutely no recognition when you called out the band and the song. But as soon as the video started playing, I oh, knew what it was. Yeah. It, it was
3: on your hard drive somewhere. Um I don't think mental. I had. Uh, okay. Yeah, yes.
1: I right. didn't have a, actually have a hard well, drive. You don't, you don't okay. see that video in front of you. Mark's like, it. "How did
0: you know?" <laughs>
3: anyway.
0: Yeah. No. Godly and creams. O- uh, opus cry. Who it? <laughs> I don't know if it's an opus. <laughs> <laughs> Who it turns out <laughs> we're part of Ten CC, which I've just recently They're like been discovered. At least
3: five CC of Ten CC. <laughs> <Right>. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> well, it turns out. Okay, so Mark, you mentioned like, well, this is before um, digital. Editing, which is true. It was 1985. And it's a process called analog crossfading. And these guys apparently um, directed a bunch of videos. They did this one, uh, directed it themselves. But also, Ultravox, The Police, Yes, Duran Duran, Frankie Goes to Hollywood, and Wang Chung. Um, hmm. And these guys still like do music-related stuff to this day.
2: I mean, it was really well done. It was also a... Well, Shane thought it was like nightmare. a nightmare. Nightmare. <laughs> I will, I will, n- I will <laughs> never, ever wish to see that ever again. Oh, uh, I love that. And I'm sure that it will be in my dreams later tonight, unfortunately. <laughs> but it's
1: interesting because earlier tonight, before we started recording, I, I brought up this uh, this article on eight bizarre recording e- experiments. And one of and those was, was 10CC. 10CC. Yeah. And how they, they basically did uh, tape bouncing and looping to create a synthesize uh, a voice synthesizer using the mixing board uh but anyway just Makes sense the, if you think obviously it, these bro. guys you know they're experimental so they were doing something new with video well, well. it was very mm-hmm. well
2: done i mean the song i had never heard the song I before. like, like song. It it sounds, t- it, t- sounds like t- it sounds like
3: a really good wham song Uh <laughs> yeah sure like, I mean, it
2: was a decent song. I don't ever think I'll be able to scrub my eyes clean enough from So what is this (laughs) that was so disconcerting
3: to you about it? I think it's fascinating.
2: It's fascinating. Truly, it's fascinating. Uh, This sometimes when it morphs from one person to the other, like, some of
3: their features
2: blend in such a way that it looks like a very scary monster.
3: So it's like a literal nightmare. Like, if you were sleeping and you woke up from, like, those images. Yes. You'd be, like, covered in flop sweat. Probably. Yeah. (laughs) So it's really one of these cases flop where sweat. Um, what is
1: flop sweat? By the
3: way, <laughs> it's when people like you know on the lighted stage, you know, on, you know, what, uh, is that the like is that have the, to like mop their brow? Is that the genesis of that term, flop sweat? You ever see like early Louis Anderson sets?
2: No, I understand what it is, <laughs> but what's the genesis of that
3: term, flop sweat?
4: Yeah. I'm not sure. I Man, guess. Oh, okay. when I see it, I yeah, it's a tough okay, room. <laughs>
0: Anyway, uh, thanks. That song's a that song's a treat.
2: I think I I, I do genuinely like the song, it's like and, it's, and I, I yeah, love, it. was I a good song. It was it's f- compelling, f- fucking fr- compelling in a fr- well. And you see what it's I mean? Compelling about... in the same way as like, a horror movie
0: is. Sure, that's compelling. Well, the, the track itself, um, I do remember. And to you like do your it, it what you were saying, Ryan, six- I haven't thought about it in it years. It Reached number like, sixteen in the top forty. Yeah, uh, I remember it as like number eighteen. So. <laughs>
1: Pretty close. <laughs> I will point out that the first known use of flop sweat was 1947. Nervous the,
3: sweat it, as of a performer it, caused especially by the fear of failing. It's in the dictionary, it, folks. It's
0: seen in the film noir, the the crime drama, uh, Now we know Curse of the
4: Flop Sweat. The
3: <laughs> I really like it. All right, you. Kid, you want to get back into the main event? Curse of the Flop Sweat. <laughs> so uh, the last thing i want to say about godly and cream well two things um one mark just showed us the miami vice video version of that which hopefully has scrubbed shane's brain um why is this is it somebody's name in that really cream I mean, there's something. Kevin Godley, and here's what oh, I want to put out. L- I was, I thought was it <L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-C-3> Godfrey Cream. Lowell, not Lowell, but Lowell, like laughing out loud, like Lowell Tolhurst. That that was his name. Like I don't know who that
2: is. He was like a fucking founding member of the Cure.
3: Okay, well, you know, it's Robert Smith and a bunch of other people throughout. Well, this guy was in the
2: band for a long time.
3: But Kevin wants to talk about our current album, and I think we should.
0: Yeah, as much as I would love to talk about Godfrey or whoever that was. Uh, Godfried, Godly, and cream. Godfried and cream. Gilbert Godfried, like, my favorite eats cream. It's my favorite soda. <laughs> now that sounds
2: like I'd watch that. That sounds like a nightmare. It's for most so everybody. creamy. <laughs> so weird. <laughs> you should take
0: that on the road. Anyway, we're gonna we're, we'll circle back to to Jason. Um, um, one of the things that we talked about before we veered tragically into <laughs> Ryan the video that Ryan just showed us. I love it. Was um, was kind of the the fact that. Um, that duterte has a variety of influences, and um she doesn't, like she doesn't doesn't try to roll them all out uh all the time, but like there is um uh just taking a nugget from the um consequence of sound take on this album you know basically this I'll just read you a little snippet that says um there's a stronger pop influence on this record, one that's always been scratching at the door of Jason's work near the middle. The beats get beatier and the synths get synthier. However, it never descends into any kind of vapid crooning. Sounding uh, them is just as much uh, rock influence, taking clear cues from the late 90s and the early aughts of garage work. And this like, really caught my eye and uh, struck me, aligning with something Ryan said earlier. Um, the whole thing has the buoyant but defiant feel of late 90s teen movie soundtracks, songs with radio appeal but riot girl edge. So it's like she's kind of, you know. Yeah,
3: I'd say 80s teen movies, but... Um but i definitely got a teen movie vibe maybe off it. maybe 89 yes exactly 1989 <laughs> yes.
2: <laughs> i don't i didn't hear that at all i mean i guess i still don't understand what that what that means like in in my listening to the record i'm not saying it's one thing if it's bad or not bad it doesn't really it just doesn't connect or i just don't understand
0: yeah i think it, it, well she goes on to the writer goes on to qualify this a little bit and says that the that the sparkling strings in some place give way to shouted choruses showing off in this case like uh, a range in musicianship but also like a range in approach so um you know e- anyway i the imp- the impression that i got was i can hear i hear the 80s thing and i hear the 90s thing certainly um and she does wear her influences on her sleeve but i think isn't that to some extent like kind of the great thing about being in your early 20s too is like you just she's Soaping clearly to place up. yeah well she can just she's you know Throwing think, shit on a wall. Like, I
2: think it's a thoroughly pleasant listen. I mean like I but, so but, too. but that's but that's I think that's therein lies what could be a criticism of the record to be like it's 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 perfectly pleasant, you know, like I love to put this album on while I'm driving around town, you know, like in a mid April Sunday afternoon running errands, you know, it's great
3: background music, like it's great, it's perfect. I love my Shane scenarios I get every week of like the appropriate time and place to listen to various records.
0: Yes. It's, it's funny that you mention that though, like about three sentences later the same reviewer says the only drawback is that everybody works is so reliably good, you can start to tune it out a bit after a while you start expecting excellence from Duterte and when she delivers you take it for granted.
2: Well, I don't think it's excellent. Excellent. I mean I I agree with with, with that reviewer to, to to a certain extent. I actually think it's for the for the opposite reason. I think that the songs are consistently good. But nothing is consist. There's no cons- Nothing consistent. Nothing that's really great or rises above. And that's that's what I was saying before. Like I, I think it's sort of a, it's 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 a it's I, I hate to say lightweight album, or I don't want to imply that I'm saying it's lesser or anything. It's just it's very light. It's it's like little
3: butterfly wings. So here, here's what what it's it, buoyant. Here's what here's what play. it did no, me. Um, I listened to it a couple times through. Um. And I was like, I just know when I look this up that, like, critics are going to be, like, all over themselves about it. And sure enough, like, I looked up Pitchfork, and it was, like, 8.6, and they had, like, only nice things to say about it. Which kind of pissed me off a little bit in the same way that, like, uh, that Coen Brothers movies do. Because I know that I'm supposed to like it. Yeah, but I mean okay and it's just not doing anything. Well why for don't it? you
2: put it in why don't you put it in these terms whenever you listen to an album that you really like and you look up and the critics are like eight point six, you're like, fuck yeah, I knew it. Well, yeah. Okay. I'm not well, saying I'm not being a hypocrite. Well, <laughs> okay, well as long as you can admit that you're being a hypocrite, <laughs> because you know, far be it for me to to. Try to cross any lines with saying with saying that I'm not a hypocrite about shit like this. It's just don't get all wound up about when you like something or don't like something, and really I'm get not really
3: wound up. You just said it pissed you off. You like a God. little bit, a little. All bit. All right. Yeah. I just knew I knew that was gonna be the case. Okay. Well, what about when you? I mean,
2: I don't know. I mean, like, let's think about like other albums that we've listened to on this podcast that. You know that you like that you loved, and you looked up. Yep, the critics are right there with me. You know, like. Yeah. But I
0: think that we all make that. Like, if it's a mistake, like it's one that we all make too. Like, you know, you,
2: sure, you connect to I, the things that you connect with. That, like, that's exactly what I was saying. It well, and I, and I don't me. think the record is
3: artistically invalid. It's just not my cup of tea. Yeah, right. And that's the point. Like,
2: but do you do if you don't like look up the the critics to see if you had it
3: right. If it's just no, it just would have been nice if somebody had my take on it, and it doesn't seem to be it's the
1: case. I, I totally see the allure of the album, but nothing about this was memorable to no me. i don't
2: think it's m- and that's my point i don't think it's overly memorable i think it's perfectly pleasant and there's not there's not a song on this album that's the sticker going on the record by the way
4: yes yeah <laughs> <laughs> but not no but, overly I, but, memorable, I, but but i li- but i like present. it very much in the, you know what pleasant. it kind of reminded me Gauzy. of and, and this
2: is going to sound thank you this is going to sound like a backhanded compliment it's but it's just a statement of fact like in the 90s i would go through uh like racks and racks and racks of U CDs looking for bands that I had read about in zines, and there were a lot of those CDs that I got that I loved very much, appreciated very much eh, for a couple months. And then I can't even tell you what the band's names were now. And I think this is kind of this maybe uh, Dio. No, Dio's a whole different that is a whole other can Ronnie of worms. James Dio? Okay. No, that is a whole other can of Of course, I know who the fuck Ronnie James Dio is, you moron. <laughs> Um, you know but that, you know that was a joke, right? Yes, I know it's a let joke.
0: Let me let me let me take us back to the to the first five minutes of the podcast because I think one of the things that I that I talked about the very beginning uh, is something we haven't really discussed much, which is the the effect of the transformation of that part of California on the music itself. You know, basically the 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 precept that that some of these reviewers make is that you know it's kind of a combination of a lot of things right you've got a person in her young 20s who is who is very open to like le- like soaking up different influences and at the same time you've got this mix of what Oakland used to be and what Oakland is becoming Well,
3: Oakland was always considered like sort of the uh, the, ste- CD, the redheaded CD. stepchild yeah or, like like yeah. San Francisco's on one side of the bay and on the other side of the bay you've got problems I'm <laughs> curious though <laughs> that's originally
1: what they call the though, age honestly how in this age of, of digital recording in your garage, in your bedroom, whatever it is for this JSON record, and digital distribution across the world, how geographical location is relevant
2: well i think uh, that's a good question to make i thought about that too and i think a lot of it i I think a lot of it goes back to if you're 21 22 years old the bands that you're going to see in the local scene i mean that goes back to what you've always what you've always seen like how bands will develop you know members will will you know the bands become somewhat incestuous and I mean, I think that, that that you still, as long as there are people going out to see live music, then the geographical, you it, know. It matters somewhat, yeah. Back, you know, when I used to... I think it matters a lot. I think it matters a <clears> lot. Like, if you're going out and you're, you know, 21, 20, 21, 22 years old, no matter what you're listening to that you love outside of that, the bands that you're going to see, regardless... Um, and a lot of that will have to do with the fact that I was saying about how bands will – members will leave one band and go to another band and stuff oh, like I've, that. I've, I've known people so who well are that's in, how like, you develop like, like, four or five sound. different
3: bands, and, like, some of those people are in other bands with – you know, some of those same people where the, there's cross-pollination over, like, right. ten and, bands. Right, and
2: then in the bands that you're going to see, like, you know, like, if there's one, like, King Big Dick Band on the top of the fucking heap. Oh, they were great. Yeah, King Big Dick Band on top of the fucking... Didn't, <laughs> I didn't I they love put out their second album. Hall of uh, the Mountain. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, hall of the Mountain. Like, I, the hall, not like a hall that you that you walk through, but, like, the hall, like Santa Claus has a hall, you Like know? Like, uh, H-A-U-L. You got a yeah. hall-ass... Here's another thing. I'll last on the Mountain King. We we have talked about we have All talked notes. about
0: her age a few times. We haven't talked about the fact that like the age that she is is kind of like right at this right at the age where you're really Im, you're like imprinted with the things that become your like musical tent poles for the the rest of your life. Like if you think back to the things that we kind of circle back to sometimes, it's like sometimes it's stuff that we really like fell hard for in our early twenties. So there's I'm, a lot of 80s and 90s discussion in yeah, this room. Sure, but I, but I guess my point is like. I I wonder, like from like musically speaking, she's at a very kind of rich place creation wise, but she's also in, like being imprinted by all of these things that she. Yeah, but I to. think,
2: but that's kind of what Mark, Mark was asking, and I think that's a very incredibly valid question to to ask. Like, what does it matter? Like, if the place where you live, as far as we can get. There's so much entertainment and so much music right. It at matters our at the
0: creation point that you can see
2: at a live well, show. It, but like, it also it, it, right the live show, but it's also the social group. You know, and sure. Like, I mean, there still is that as long as kids are going, kids. kids as long today, as um, <laughs> yeah, well, they're going at their see computers, live God, <laughs> going out to see live music. Yeah, I'm like porch. Have,
0: yeah. So, but well, and to that to that end, like uh, Chuck Klosterman once asked. Uh, where's the Lester Bangs of video games? Like the fact of the matter is, is that music is this unique thing that that is at once like you instantly
3: have, yeah, there are, there are have an opinion. Who, there are people who review video games. Well, but I can't name it. You one. know what I mean, though. But yeah. like
0: like, and there may there may be some it's not your jam. There no, may be true. some iconoclast or like or folks out there who are really upsetting the apple cart and and writing long, torrid, flowery prose about video games. I'm sure that that happens. But in terms of like. Yeah, you know, reaching the masses uh, That's still, music is uh, the wheelhouse True enough Anyway uh, You guys want to listen to another song? Yeah, so um, What do you think? I mean, we can do We can do Bedhead Which was the track that That's the one that's was my jam Ryan's jam Okay, yeah, well, why don't we do that one? I'll
4: take what's left of the
2: You see, you just you just bank it up as you go along. That entire well, that, that song is like sounds like somebody left the tape, like the let the record warp in the back of their of their car and set for like twenty seconds, where the guitar is still pitch sh- shifted.
3: Okay, so a okay. couple things. Um, you're right. I am making it up as I go along because, like, that's just how my brain works. And uh, I just think it's it sounds funny better that... in my car for some reason. Um, but what I genuinely like about that song is it kind of takes you on a little journey um, and evolves. And it's mostly the dynamics; like, it just gets a little bit louder, and then it you know brings an acoustic guitar. And I just enjoyed it more than the rest of the record. It it's wasn't a, wasn't trying to be anything. It it's wasn't, an absolutely mm.
2: beautiful song. I just want to like. Just as we I can't like explain it. The like inconsistency about like what you especially talking about this record and the the, the Dude, more Dude, I
3: get killed on cross. I get that.
2: It's what, fine.
1: When I listen to it through what I think is it's your filter and filter. I'm totally expecting it to break at some point for their just this grunge guitar to come in. That's not all I like.
2: Yeah, no, you but do it, like the crunchy poppy stuff more than y- that. You like the crunch crunchy poppies that sounds like, I mean, a, like maybe that's like some new cereal like new ryanos the crunchy <laughs> poppy you'll sure. love the
1: crunch but but you know what i mean i mean when i when i think that about is, is when you say you spot. don't like dissonance and, and when i think about the things that you it? do like it sounds
2: like a my bloody valentine song it's it like it, it's very much so
3: like my bloody valentine at uh, um for almost the entire song oddly in the my bloody valentine stuff like it wasn't um, like dissonance that I didn't like. I just didn't think there was much song structure there. Um, and there's not a ton of song structure. Look, I'm not consistent. It's fine. I well, just, it's as long as you
0: admit that, that's the yeah. only thing. I mean, and she is like, she's not she's not quite as buried in the mix as like, say, in My Bloody Valentine track. But like, sure. the stru- like the the aesthetic of that song is very similar to an MBV song, for sure. Um, it is kind of interesting that that's, that For that's what you connected reason, with like yeah i like, can't
2: explain it i could not if you if you had asked me i would have thought that that would have been your least favorite that's why when i was i was kind of smirking when you picked it i was like i don't think you before we listened to it i was like i don't think that's the
3: song you think it is
2: <laughs> yeah, i don't think, oh, no, because that's my favorite song on the
3: record and i've listened to that one like four or five times so i've only listened to the record twice well
2: maybe you're coming around there you go that's how they get
3: you yeah i'm gonna Start the Mac Demarco awesome chapter. Fil- uh, no, no, it's club. I didn't know, but it doesn't sound like Mac Demarco. But it definitely there's a it, lot. There of some My bloody it.
2: Valentine in there.
0: All right, dudes, uh, who's got uh, who's got the the current affair?
2: I do. Okay, so I wanted to listen to something. I'm just gonna say this just because. Um, at some point, one of us needs to to bring this up. But Broken Social Scene is back with a new record, and
0: how oh, it's like a turbo hug or something like that.
2: Yeah, I'm your turbo hugger. <laughs> no, yeah, hug no around the world. That's means. a uh, that's a Judas Priest reference, anyway. Just get with the fucking program.
4: Washing the dog, washing the dog.
2: <laughs> but unfortunately, uh, the song that I want to listen to, there is no video. So, uh, Washed Out uh, just put out a record recently. I actually, like one of those. What do they call it? Like what Beyonce did with Lemonade, like a travelogue
3: or like a record about how your husband's a dick?
2: No, no, where, they, where there's just a bunch of
0: it's like a vi- visual record. No, it's a, not a lot of people know this. Uh, she actually uh, made most of her money off of Lemonade sales last year. So just like uh, she had a stand in oh, yeah? New York, I saw that, and yeah. Ice Tea what was sitting on, in the Houston? background.
1: Yeah, uh-huh. and he kept saying, "It's Lemonade, yeah, not like, iced Tea." How
0: much is how much for some Lemonade? Oh, and she, my was like, God. she was like, she uh, was
2: like $17 dollars. The the dads are back. Yes. All right. Whatever. Let's, uh, anyway, I want to listen to uh, Get Lost by Washed Out. I think my favorite part about that video is that it takes there's, us... There's a lot to like there. Go there, ahead. There's a lot to like there. But my, I think my favorite part was when it takes us back to a simpler time where a woman could crouch on roller skates with the Virginia Slims in her fingers. Do you remember that ad? It was referenced in that video. I mean,
3: I don't remember that ad, but that was that was all 80s all the time. It was all 80s all the time. <laughs> what I what I kept thinking is like uh whoever made that video like maybe got their start like writing ransom notes for um <laughs> kidnappers <laughs> and then just realized they got a real affinity for like they they picking, wanted to monetize like, kind of that thing. yeah <laughs> and for for people who haven't seen it like
0: basically you have the the entire video is uh like it's mostly just like like creative cutouts of what appear to be like, like 80s old magazines yeah ads. yeah it's it's very uh it is both uh Dated and oddly modern. Yeah, songs fairly
3: modern. Uh, now I enjoy.
0: Yeah, I enjoy that, some washed out, out. I mean, but
2: yeah, I, I, that's the first album that he's put out. I think in four so, years. So who is this? So yeah. it's the guy. Have you ever watched um, Portlandia? Portlandia? Yeah, he, uh, he did the theme song for that. Well, it wasn't a originally episodes. a theme song, but is it? Aren't
0: they from? Isn't he from Chicago? Am he's I'm from Georgia. Okay,
2: um, originally so I don't know where he is I now, get,
0: but I, I think I conflated that because there was a. Um, yeah, rock he's, photographer he's that Athens. I knew that, that went on about him who was from Chicago. But yeah. Uh, yeah I love
2: anyway. the second record, the, or Within or Without, or And Without, the um, the record that that Portlandia song came off of and then he put some stuff off of that. Um, but I mean, that's more my scene. I like that kind of like... It's cool that, little song. I like that chill wave stuff i hate it yeah, i
3: mean yeah. like, i'm but probably not gonna t- like listen to this you know like on the way home tonight but um no but if you heard it especially yeah. like if you heard it like i thought it was interesting that like right at the end of it they put in some like dj screw or something like that kinda, uh, yeah. um, that like slow oh door. yeah 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 right but it's a you know nice little
0: would this be the d- kind of thing ryan that that um you know like you were saying like, like uh you could cook out in your hammer pants would be this would this be the kind of thing that you would
3: Yeah, that's that's my Shane scenario for this song is that you know, it's a good thing while you're you're grilling in your hammer pants. Grilling, <laughs> yeah, right. It's that's a kind of yeah, it's yeah. My well second. the name of the name of the uh,
2: travelogue or whatever, like visual album, it's called Mr. Mellow. So that sounds like a great name
3: for a cat. Like an orange cat. <laughs> Mr. Mellow. Well they're yeah. all kind of Mr. mellow. Mr. Mello. Except for I had a roommate and this is weird that we're getting there, but I had a roommate twenty some odd years ago that uh had a Skinny black cat named Stalin, and that cat fucking hated me. Well, his and name we was, like was att- Stalin.
2: Do you think there is anything <laughs> to do with that?
3: Well, like but the the dude thought it was hilarious, but whenever I'd walk in the room, the thing would like attack my leg. And most cats love the shit out of me, but this no, that's one did true. not. Yeah,
0: weird. I had a friend <laughs> yeah, who yeah, that had, cat was had not a, Mr. Mellow had a cat that they called Shitty Kitty, and uh, well, I don't know. Yes. So Anyway, um, yeah. No, thanks for bringing that out, Shane. I, um, it's I, fun, little, I, fun I, little, video. I enjoy I some. I enjoy it. some washed out. I'm a fan.
2: Um, who has next week? Me, and I'm going to do another greatest hits album. But, but bear with me because y- you have to understand why is it's one of those because you're lazy. No, it's not because I'm lazy. I think it'll actually make this a lot more enjoyable experience for us. I'm, I actually have no lazy,
0: problem with that. Um, greatest hits of who?
2: The Everly Brothers. Um, oh, the Everly Brothers. Best. Okay. Um, it, uh, There's probably like ten of them. There's a bunch of stuff they have a. They, they don't have that many records out because honestly, the dudes hated each other. The two Everly Brothers fucking hated each other, and we can talk about that next week. They actual brothers. They were actual brothers. Yeah. One who not too long ago died, and one who's still hanging around. But um, on that album, there are a couple of songs that we all know, uh, like Lake Up, "Wake Lake Up." Wake up, little Susie. I think Dream is on that record. Well, there's a bunch of songs that we don't know, and I just think that there's such a, a f- they were such a formative group. I mean, we wouldn't have had the harmonies in the Beatles had it not been for the Everly Brothers. Um, and it's just somebody I think we should.
0: And they were take the um, look at. They were the uh, forefathers of like slowcore, right? Like, um, like or uh, like Red House Painters. Yes, like very much. Uh, I mean,
2: yeah. A case could maybe like that. Low, yeah, yeah yes, low. they sound exactly. Yes. I actually thought they were more. If, I mean, and that was Don Everly. If you look at the other Everly brother, I think Megadeth kind of really came more from his. from, sure. from that yeah. side yeah. of the group, yeah. Glenn, yeah. Uh, Glenn Everly. Yeah. I do
3: really want to hear like <laughs> I would like to uh, do a punk rock version of "Wake Up Little Susie." I'm sure it's been
2: done, but you should do it anyway. Yeah, yeah. well, well, so let's do some Everly Brothers next week. All
0: right. I guess until then, I'm Kevin. I'm Ryan. I'm Shane. And Mark. This is Somebody Likes It.